A warning. This episode contains references to a dog's private parts. Give me that. My toy. My toy. 65-year-old Greg Miller is playing around on the floor with his beloved bulldog, Humphrey. <laughs> Let's play. Humphrey looks like he's never been fixed. You know, he still has his junk, as the kids say. But that's a lie. Humphrey is fixed, yet he has been able to keep what Greg Miller calls his God-given natural look because of canine testicular implants called nudicles, a product Miller created 26 years ago. Miller has sold over 500,000 pairs of nudicles around the world. That's more than one million fake balls. Do dogs really care? Yes, they do. Dogs aren't stupid. You, you, you got a dog. You know they're not stupid. Have you gotten any criticism, though, from people who oh, say, God, yeah. why are you putting We have these our things throng of haters. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, mind your own damn business. Hi, I'm Jane Wells, and welcome to the premiere episode of Season 2 of CNBC's Strange Success, the podcast following the unusual journeys of offbeat entrepreneurs who create weird products and succeed. Everybody laughs at them, but they have the last laugh. And no business or businessman is more unusual than the one you're about to meet. Do you know nudicles have been banned in three countries? We still sell. But it, they've we, they've just turned it into it's, an it's a black market. It's a, a nudicles black like, market, like 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 abortions, uh, you know, fifty years ago. We are inside Greg Miller's man cave in the basement of his well-appointed home outside Independence, Missouri. He calls it nudicle land. Here's my nudicle land cigar store. Are the these very Cubans? best cigars in the world. We're what? His cigar collection is worth tens of thousands of dollars. There's also a pool table. Most expensive table you can buy. There are slot machines direct from Las Vegas. Oh, there I won, there I won. And finally, the sauna where he sweats out his troubles. You've got fluids coming out of you you never even knew existed. This is the house that Nudicles built. And here's how Greg Miller built it. You know, I'm the only company in the world that specializes in pet implantation devices for pets. By the way, during this interview, you will occasionally hear panting in the background. That's Humphrey. I love him dearly, but his toilet habits sometimes can be very undesirable. Humphrey is not Miller's first dog, and Nudicles is not his first company. Greg Miller got a degree in journalism from Central Missouri State in the 1970s, worked in newspapers for a few years, then he moved into PR, representing an auto supply company, until it went broke in 1981. That was during the Reagan years, when unemployment in the Kansas City area was over 20%. I couldn't even get a job at McDonald's. It was horrible. Had to move back home. Desperate over a year looking for a job, couldn't find a job, so I said, I've got to start a business, so I did advertising. Well, we had an account, I can't recall the names, they ran up like this $100,000 bill and then went bankrupt. So I thought, Jesus God, what am I going to do? So one day, you know, while all this was going on, a little tube came in the mail, Sinclair and Rush out of St. Louis, a mailing tube. You know. I got that, and it was to mail catalogs, but I thought, God, something more can be done with this little tube than just mailing a catalog. So I thought, put candy in it. 
What would you think put candy I don't in a know. tube? I don't know. Miller created a company called Sweet Tube and filled the three-foot-long plastic tubes with layers of multicolored jelly beans. It was a hit, sold in places like Macy's. But after a dozen years, Miller says he was getting sick of the candy business. By now, it was the early 90s, and his life changed forever. Buck, my bloodhound, came into my life. Little puppy. One day he took off. He, he was gone for four days. You know, I'm going to start tearing up because, I mean, it was the most hideous four days of my life. After the fourth day, a woman called 10 miles away. She says, we think Buck is in our backfield. I ran over there, and sure enough, it was Buck, starved. He saw me, I saw him, and we were like maybe a quarter mile apart. And it's like, you know, you see with the scene where the two fat people come running across you know, the field embrace. That was it. Buck had escaped to follow the scent of a female dog in heat, but he became lost and confused. And really, at that point, that's when nudicles were born, because I was neuter hesitant. I wanted Buck to maintain his natural look. I didn't want to neuter him. But I thought, my God, if I don't get him neutered, this is going to happen again, and chances are I won't get Buck back. Greg Miller took his bloodhound to the vet for a neutering consult. I said, don't they make implants so Buck can maintain his God-given natural look, and I don't have to go through the horror of turning my dog into a female in appearance, a eunuch? He says, well, Greg, I've been a vet for 45 years, and that's the craziest damn thing I've ever heard of. So Buck went under the knife and then came home. He went to clean himself. He loved to do that. This slurping noise that was so freaking obnoxious. But he would lick his you know what, And he looked down and saw that they were gone. He looked up at me, and then he went and looked back down and looked back up at me. And I, I, God, I knew my beloved Buck so much. He was telling me, they're gone. What happened? This is the kind of moment which separates entrepreneurs from the rest of us. Most of us would have felt kind of bad for Buck, I guess, and then moved on. Entrepreneurs don't move on. They are problem solvers. They are solution finders. They are creators. And Greg Miller wasn't the only one wondering how to solve what he considered a problem. When he returned to the vet to have Buck's stitches removed, his doctor, R.D. Holder of Independence, Missouri, had a change of heart. He said, I've been thinking about what you said about implants for pets. It sounds crazy, but the more you think about it, the more sense it makes. I said, well, Dr. Holder, will you help me develop a product? Uh, uh, an implant. He said, sure, bring me a ball of wax. Took him a ball of wax. He, he shaped it into the form of an actual canine testicle. I carefully placed it in a little box and took it to a uh, mold maker. Miller spent two years working on the product, making different sizes for different dogs, spending $100,000, maxing out his credit cards, refinancing his mortgage, putting his home at risk. My parents who were alive back then thought I was absolutely crazy. Everybody that I knew 
thought that was the sickest thing you could possibly think of. Printers would not even print my material. But he persevered. Dr. Holder, who ended up, by the way, being listed as co-inventor on the Nudicles patent, tested prototypes in 30 dogs without any problems. Word started to get around. Then 32 locals contributed more money to launch the company and become shareholders. Who came up with the name? I did. My patent attorney was getting everything patented. And then we had to get the name trademarked. She says, Greg, you've got to come up with a name. I thought, oh, crap. Nothing really gelled. I mean, it's all stupid. About after the third hour, I thought, well, neutering. And then it just came out. Nudicles. I thought, Jesus Christ in heaven. Neutering plus testicles, nudicles. The first official commercial nudicles were implanted at an animal hospital in Independence in December 1995. The parking lot was full of media, the big trucks with the satellite dishes. After that day, publicity from all over the world came in. Now, keep in mind, this was before the internet. People, millions and millions and millions of people in all corners of the earth was seeing stories about nudicles. They were asking their vet, I want nudicles. The vet didn't know where to go to get them. This was a real problem. Greg Miller had created a product, but only veterinarians could implant it, and he had no distribution platform, no veterinary network. That month's sales were $190 because nobody could find us. And really, for the first five years, I didn't know whether we would make it. You know, I mean, I, it, it was to the point at one stage where I had one light bulb in my house no money. And whenever I went from room to room, I had to take my light bulb with me to put into a light socket. Really? Most importantly, it seems clear he really was bleeding cash at the time. Miller says he was spending about five grand a month promoting nudicles in pet magazines and wasn't having much to show for it. He went on a national radio tour promoting a free neutering with nudicles from a local vet in cities like Detroit and Denver, and that wasn't cheap. He finally hit it big when he was invited on the Howard Stern Show in May 2001. Big deal. Howard Stern, noon that day. Interview live. It was his big moment. Transcripts show that Howard Stern called Greg Miller nuts for making fake, you know, nuts. But here's something Stern might have found even nuttier at that particular moment. While Miller was waiting to go on the air, his father, who was starting to suffer from Alzheimer's, had an episode. Dad was going through car withdrawal because he wanted to drive the car and couldn't. And I was, you know, told he can't drive. You know, I mean, he'll kill himself. You know, I'm waiting for the phone call. Dad comes into my office and says, Greg, where's the keys? The keys. Where's the keys of the car? And you're says, on, you're on no, line? I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay. All right, so he starts in. Where's the keys? I says, well, they're missing. I don't know where they are. You've got to leave me alone. I, I'm going to talk to this guy on the phone. I, it's very important. Leave me alone for a few minutes. Okay, we're going to put you on the air now. Suddenly he was on the air with the king of all media. He started asking me questions, and Dad was four feet away from me. And he'd say, great, where's the keys? And, I, and that went on for like maybe five minutes. Where's the keys? Where's the keys? 
Greg, where's the keys? Where's the keys? Where's the keys? And then finally, the interview was over. And I hung up and I said, GD, you shut your mouth. Get out of here. Miller says his father went to a neighbor's house and the sheriff was called. Deputies soon arrived. Saying, Mr. Miller, you're being abusive to your father. I says, no. I and told him exactly what had happened. I said, I yelled at him, but I never have ever touched him and never did. While we were standing there and I was explaining things, my dad walked up to one of the deputies and dad started at the lowest button and started counting his buttons. He went, and out loud, he went, one, two, three, four, five. When they saw that, they knew nothing was wrong. They left in the wow. store. Greg Miller says there are a lot of stories like that in his life. He even wrote a book about it called Going, Going Nuts. His father has since passed away, and somewhere along the line, Buck the Bloodhound also crossed the Rainbow Bridge to the other side. He died a hideous death, by the way. Um, Sorry, I didn't ask how. I just didn't really want to know. On the other hand, Nudicles as a business started to show signs of life after Miller appeared on Howard Stern. I mean, Stern and his listeners, they didn't know the cops showed up and that his dad was ill. They just knew this guy sold fake dog balls. Sales skyrocketed. I was selling 100, 200 orders a day. Couldn't keep up with it. Uh, at that point, they were $32 a pair. Miller wasn't making much of a profit, so he eventually priced Nudicles 10 times that amount, with today's average sale topping $300. But he had another problem in the beginning. They're, they're hard as little rocks. Yeah. The original nudicles were made of hard plastic. So people started calling and saying, my dog's nudicles are clacking when he walks. <laughs> uh, they clunk when he sits down. That was an issue that we endured for three years until some genius, God love him, whoever he was, invented solid silicone. The newer nudicles are firm, but squishy, much more lifelike. And the most expensive ones, priced around $470 a pair, have a textured surface to reduce the chance of scar tissue forming around them. The Nudicle Ultra Plus, God's Truth, has qualities and features not available on any human implant today. We're that advanced. Why not do this for humans? There's only eight to 9,000 cases of human testicular cancer in the country. To get FDA medical approval for human use costs around $30 million. You need an, uh, a, a, an army of medical doctors to do clinical trials. It drags on for 10 years. No company wants to mess with it because the money's not there. Uh, how difficult was it to get regulatory approval for animals? There is none. Nudicles now come in 11 sizes. You know, we nudicle dogs and cats on a regular basis, but right. I've nudicled uh, water buffaloes in Denver. What? It was in a petting zoo. I've done what? monkeys. Why? Why? Uh, prairie dogs. Why? Biggest animal you've nudicled? Uh, an elephant. He holds his hands up to show me how big the custom-made elephant nudicle was, and I put my face in my hands. They were not cheap, either. Uh, uh, $2,800. Oh! Boom! Oh. 
26 years and a half million sets of nudicles later, Greg Miller is a multimillionaire. Even the Kardashians bought a pair for their dog Rocky in 2012. I didn't even know they had ordered. But I did look up the order and the vet that did it, and they had ordered the cheapest ones possible, the nudical original, the hard ones, the, the, the clackers. The click clackers? Yeah, the clackers. All nudicles are made in America, and Miller has invented more animal products, including fake eyes for horses or implants to hold up droopy dog ears. But nudicles are by far his biggest seller, moving 24,000 units in 2018. Miller even makes jewelry out of the nudicles, including small ones for chihuahuas, which become earrings. Larger ones for German shepherds are pendant necklaces. And sometimes Miller drives his new Mercedes on I-70 past one of the six billboards he put up last year across several states advertising his strangely successful product. When I'm driving my brand new car and I pass the billboard, I get this rush that is indescribable. I mean, it's a feeling of, wow. Greg Miller is living the dream. It may be a weird dream, but he's living it. Most people that don't have dogs think it's the stupidest thing in the world. Only a pet owner that has a male dog, knowing they're putting their beloved pet in the car to have a body part whacked off, that is traumatic. People hate that. And with nudicles, it takes the sting out of it. It's like nothing ever changed. And I might add, nothing but nothing brings me more joy than to make a sale. Thank you for listening to this episode of Strange Success. It was written and produced by me, Jane Wells, along with producers Candace Goldman, Nate Skid, and Ellen Egan. Editing and mixing by Candace Goldman. We'll be back next week with an episode about two best friends who share a small apartment where one sleeps on the couch, even though they invented something odd which made them millionaires. So we bought the book Inventing for Dummies. We had no idea what we were Those doing. Those yellow books. Did yeah. you really? The true, truly. Truly, they were not dummies at all. <laughs>